we were doing premarital things such as lying with each other. <laughs> Lord, you just putting all the business out there. <laughs> What's up, everybody? I'm director Paul Fant. And I'm Phelan A. And this is The, the Relationship, Relationship Goals, Goals Podcast. Podcast. Yeah. That's right, that's right, everyone. How goes it out there in the interwebs? You have made it to yet another episode of the illustrious Relationship Goals Podcast. As always, I am your humble co-host, Director Paul Fant, a.k.a. Pablo. But for the purposes of this podcast, I'm just PJ, a little country boy from the backwoods of Columbia, South Carolina. But I am joined as always by my ray of light in this dark world, the sweetness. Sweetness. <laughs> That's what that made me think of. But yes, I am Phelan A, the illustrious Pablo's wife. <laughs> Yes, and today we are here with episode five of the Relationship Goals podcast. I can't believe we've already been doing this for five weeks. Yeah, man. That's a month in a week. Like, it's already been a month. Exactly. It's crazy. And you guys love it, and we love you, and everything is just all love. Kind of yes. like the uh, Carter's new album, Everything is Love. Oh. Ha-ha. <laughs> that was a nice little, 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 little mention there. Ba-dink. Yep. But yeah, um, welcome to another episode of the podcast. As always, you guys already know we have to give you guys the weekly podcast update. If you are listening for the first time or if you're not aware of all the different places that you can listen to our podcast, you can find us on Apple Podcasts. You can just search Relationship Goals and we are the black background with the gold letters that says relationship goals um definitely be sure to subscribe to us if you have a iphone or apple product you can also find us on soundcloud on google play on google podcast which is apparently a new thing yeah but see i think what's going to happen with that google uh the google play they're getting rid of google play and they're uh implementing google Podcasts. So there will be a switchover. So we are supposed to encourage you to go and download the Google Podcast app as opposed to Google Play, right? Sure. Yeah. So <laughs> what did you do this week, sweet baby? We have ended yet another week yes. in the beautiful Atlantean lives. I know. So what did you do? I did a lot of work this week. I had a lot of videos that I had to film, a lot of just things I needed to catch up on. As I mentioned in last week's podcast, I've been sick for like the past two weeks and I'm on the latter end of that sickness. So this week I had to just gangster it out and get this work done and push through the sickness because stuff mm -hmm. was starting to pile up and I just had to get it done. So 
um, yeah, just working on a lot of content for YouTube and lots of vlogs and couples videos and all of that kind of stuff coming your way. So if you guys were not aware that I did have a YouTube channel and we have been posting vlogs and more couples related content on that channel for the summer, be sure to check it out at Faye Beauty. Um, and yeah, subscribe. Come see what we're, what we're up to in the summer. Comment, engage, like the videos. Yes. Chat it Tell up. your friends. So, yeah, what about you? Um, So, for me, this week, um, first off, let me tell y'all, Faye tried to get me sick because um, she was hacking and coughing last weekend. And Monday, I awoke to a rumbling in my throat, mm-hmm. <laughs> which turned out to be... The beginnings of a cold. So being the proactive citizen of the earth that I am, (laughs) I decided that what I was going to do was drink Theraflu for Mm -hmm. a sore throat. And I was basically able to squash it, to squelch it before it became massive. Full-blown sickness. Yeah, full-blown sickness. For some reason, I I relate full-blown with AIDS. Okay. So that's, no, like, so I, that's why, because I, I literally thought of that word and I was like, no, nah, I'm not saying full blown because uh, I don't like that uh, that word association. Yeah. Before the, sec- before the sickness reached its full potential in my throat, chest, and stomach area. The real reason he got sick, y'all, is because I keep telling him that when I get up out of the bed in the morning to get ready for work... Don't roll over to my side and be laying your face all over my pillows. Y'all, Stay I don't know on why I your do that. side. I just, I don't know. Like, cause I be sleep for real. Like, I'll see her awake, kinda, but like for some reason, my brain is just like, oh, now there's more space. But the thing is, we have a king size bed, and it's a huge bed. But like, when she gets out the bed, for some reason, my brain just says, turn diagonal. Literally, every time I get out of the bed, he just rolls himself over and lays his face on my pillow. And I'm like, just stay, like, how hard is it? Just stay on your side. Yeah. But, you know, normally it's all right. It's just when she's sick. But, oh, anyways, moving right along. Today, guys, <laughs> we are going to be talking about expectations. Because yes. if you remember, on last week's show, which I know that you listened because you were all loyal listeners <laughs> and you wouldn't have not listened because that would be whack of you. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, just pause this. Pause it right now and, just and go ahead go, and listen yeah, to last week. Just go ahead week's. and get caught up. <clears throat> and listen to the whole thing. Don't just listen to the last 10 minutes, okay? Because, <laughs> anyways. Last week, we were talking about expectations a little bit at the end, because the whole episode was about work-life balance. It was a rousing episode. No, it wasn't. It was about marriage and money. Snizzles. See, man, we've done so many episodes that I don't even know what I'm talking about. Yeah, last week, we talked about marriage and money, and towards the end, we kind of started chatting about about expectations. Yeah. And then we decided we would cut that short, because we were already at like almost... What fifty minutes, sixty minutes? Yeah, and so and we just that could cut be a out. whole nother episode. So that's what we're going to be doing today, talking about expectations, first reality in relationships or in you know potential relationships as you're seeking right, right, relationships, right. all that kind of stuff. And so one thing that I want to say, just talking about expectations in general, before we uh, delve into like the specifics of it is that for me this is what i've learned for myself um i'm trying to teach my dear honey the same uh characteristic oh lord is in life i try to go through 
life with no expectations. I try to take situations as they come and therefore you can just address it as it is and not as you wished it were. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So like when you go into a job, like, and I think it's easier for me because I'm an entrepreneur. So I have a lot more practice with it. Mm -hmm. You know, every day I'm in a situation where I can expect, oh, I'm going to do this person's going to call me today. This person's going to pay today. This person's going to book me on this next project. This, you know, yada, 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 yada. Yeah. And now I'm not saying that I've mastered this. I'm not saying I've mastered it. But what happens is when you are in the entrepreneurial field, you learn to temper your expectations and you learn to just take things as they come. Really, like that's what you just learned. But I think it's good for life in general. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because... Like, it's so many things. I'm just sitting here thinking about different projects and different people I've worked with over the years, you know, and there was an expectation. And there's been times when I've had expectations that these people were going to do X, Y, Z if I did X, Y, Z. Yeah. And, you know, if you have a contract, yeah, you want you, you do expect people to honor the contract and agreements. But like outside of that, you know, there is a saying in the industry and then we're going to go right into the relationship stuff. But this really applies for anything, especially the industry, though, that you never get what you deserve. You get what you negotiate. Mm-hmm. And that has been proven to be true time and time again. Yep. With these people out here <laughs> in, in the streets. Yeah, in these streets. So. Going into expectations just in general, like, uh, well, specifically with relationships, Bub, I'm going to let you take the floor on this, you sweet, sweet baby. Well, I just think that in a lot of cases, especially nowadays, with social media being such a heavy influence in our lives on a daily basis, right. I think that our expectations- In our collective, not our necessarily. Yeah, I'm saying like, you know- in our every all of y'all, right. everybody, and in, in the human life, right? I think that it's easy to have these unrealistic expectations based on these pieces of people's lives that you see on social media. Um, like Instagram is a perfect example of this. Like people will post all the best moments of their life, you know, the beautiful pictures on the beach, and you know, the beautiful, you know, just you know, right, right, right. The, the good stuff, the positive stuff, you know, the highs, all the highs, n- not really any of the lows. Very right. seldom do you see any of the lows. And you look at that and you kind of create in your mind these unrealistic expectations of, you know, what how a relationship should be or how you think uh, your man should treat you or how you think your woman right, should right. treat you or the kind of man that you uh, expect to you know the kind of man that you're gonna hold out for that you're gonna wait for right you know what i'm saying like all these different expectations which is fine to have ideals and to have things that you aspire to but i think like to piggyback off what faye is saying is that when you look at any given let me stop rubbing the table i know y'all here like what are y'all doing is (laughs) y'all folding sheets no it's just me rubbing my arms across the table because i don't know but um excuse me um what I see is that when you look at any given, especially Instagram, is Instagram is probably the the worst culprit of this. Yeah. But like vlogs have it too. But it's basically a situation where any given profile that you click on or watch, what you are seeing 
is a snapshot of all the highs of what they want you to see. Yeah, it's a collective, a collect, a collection of all the highs. I couldn't think of what the plural of collective was, <laughs> but it's a collection of all the highs and really none of the lows, unless those lows fit into a certain narrative or theme. Right. You know, so that's one thing you have to keep in mind, man. This is all marketing on some level. Yeah. Like with Instagram, most people aren't just really using it to document their lives. People may start out with that, but then, you know, you start seeing stuff that's working or, you know, you put that post up and it gets a whole lot of likes or it gets a whole lot of retweets or shares or whatever. Then you're like, oh, well, you know, it's it's a dopamine trigger. Yeah. Because, you know, people, you're like, wow, people really like that. And then I think it's just human nature to want that dopamine again. Yeah. And so then you start doing stuff that kind of fits along those lines more. But okay, so with, let's talk about with the dating world. So you said, you know, when you're looking at when women and men, but I don't know if it's women and men. Well, no, it probably is. Yeah, it probably I'm sure. Is. Yeah. Uh, men just don't tend to speak on it as, as much. As much, yeah. Yeah, but... they just say stuff like, oh, shorty, a gold digger. I need me a girl that got real hell. Oh. And so, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? But like, okay, so, yeah, for women and men when they're single, what are some expectations based on social media that you might believe that you should be looking for in a mate? Well, I'll speak for the ladies, and then okay. you can speak for the guys. Now, obviously, I'm, everybody <coughs> doesn't have these same expectations. Right, right, right. We're these, generally This is speaking. very general. We're generalizing here. Right, But right, you guys right. should be able to kind of relate to what we're saying. So Exactly. I think for, like, girls, for ladies, for women, um, a lot of times we kind of have this expectation that you know, well, whoever, like, whoever we married, whoever we marry. I definitely thought I put that on silent. Sorry about that. Do better. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, whoever we're going to date in the future <coughs> or marry or whatever, like, a lot of times, like, I know me personally, I always was like, I'm not taking care of no man. Like, he needs to have a good job. He needs to be able to support himself. He needs to be able to support me, you know, and I'm a pretty high maintenance person so i feel like if i can support myself and my things that you know getting my nails done getting my hair done you know whatever other things that people may think are high maintenance i feel like you know if i'm gonna go into a relationship with somebody like that's what it is so you know they should they need to they need to be on my level they need to have you know a good job be able to be bringing in money be able to support us be able to take care of us you know and then i think even more outside of that a lot of times people will take it a step further and say like man he need he need to have a good car he need to have a range rover or he need to be driving a mercedes i've even heard people say like he he better be making six figures and all this stuff like people Girls say all this stuff, and I think a lot of it is, like, they look at these relationships that they see on the internet. And it's not always just, like, it's not just any relationship. Yeah. Like, they're looking at... People that aren't on the same, in the same world as them. Steph Curry and his wife. Right. Or something like that, who plays for the NBA and is one of the best players. Right. Um, and so... Or, like... 
Chloe and um, and you working at Waffle House, but continue. Chloe and Lamar <laughs> back whenever they were together, right, right. Like Again, they were like relationship goals, like oh, you know what I'm saying? Probably like, the top social media family, right? And an NBA player, right? And it's like so you expecting before the crack to get, <laughs> to get you an NBA player that's make that's making bank, but you. Like where you gonna like where you gonna meet him at? Like you working regular? You yeah, know. he probably don't come to uh, the Waffle House that you work. Exactly. At. <laughs> so it's like that's what we mean by like unrealistic expectations. Like I can't tell you how many times I've I've heard girls that like I work with, or even girls that just talking amongst themselves at places where I go shop, just saying like. Well, you know, whenever I get me a man, like, or maybe you might hear one of your friends saying, like, complaining or whatever about issues she's having with her man. Mm -hmm. And then you're, you know, that other person that's like, I would never deal with that. Like, my man, when I get me a man, he better have this and he better have that and he better have this. And it's like. So, for for sure, all of these girls that you hear saying this are single. Clearly. Yeah. So. And I feel like there's some correlation. Now, obviously, I'm, when I get that, that implies that they don't have at that point. But even, you know, the ones that just have these unrealistic expectations, you know, to me, it's just kind of like, there's a reason that you're single and you keep that up, especially in a place like Atlanta, yeah. where for every one man, it's like seven women. Yeah. You know, like, eh, you better, you better get tight. <laughs> and I'm not saying you got to settle. That's not what I'm saying. But I think that it's unrealistic to believe that you coming into a situation regular or with whatever you have to offer, which most people have to offer, you know, there's things that make each person unique, but like, let's just keep it all the way funky. Okay. All women have a vagina, correct? Correct. (laughs) Okay. And so sex is not necessarily... Something that is going to be groundbreaking, like that you just have that other women just don't have, correct? Right. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Okay. So now I'm not saying that you should not have self-respect and I'm not saying that, you know, you're not special and whoever you decide to lay with and unite with is not a special situation. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is... Sex in and of itself is not necessarily a special thing that like, oh, if you don't have if you don't have sex with me, like he needs to understand. Okay, I understand he been with other girls, but <laughs> this is me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's one thing. And then I think another thing is like a lot of times girls will in my opinion, now I may be mansplaining and you can tell me if I am, mm. but a lot of times what it seems like is girls do a lot of the superficial stuff to get a man. Like, you know, like, well, like an example. They'll look at like an Aisha Curry, or they'll look at. I'm not going. Nah, I don't know. I, I'm not going to use a Kardashian because that's not really a good thing, um, in my opinion. But they'll look at like celebrity women, you know, that are married or in relationships, and they'll say, "Oh well, see, she got a big butt." Or she got hair that goes all the way down to her butt. Or her eyebrows look like this. Or her skin tone looks like this. Or her makeup looks like this. Or her titties look like this. Or she has her nails done like this. Which all those things are nice. Yeah. But I'm not dating those things. Yeah. I, Coming from a man's point of view, I have never 
wanted to be with a woman, maybe mess with her, have fun with her, but I've never wanted to build with a woman that was just a collection of things that I liked. <laughs> Meaning <laughs> like, oh, she got a big old butt. Oh, she got, you know, a pretty smile. Oh, her eyes are pretty, you know, yeah. because to me, the personality is what ties all that stuff together. Right. You know, and there are there's a such thing. I've, I've actually dated girls in the past that are very beautiful from a physical standpoint. But when it comes down to the looks, it ain't there. So, like, I, I mean, guess when I, it comes down to the personality. I mean, yeah, yeah. When it comes down to personality, it ain't there. It's like talking to a board. Yeah, <laughs> you know, the, and everything it's just very shallow, and I just you just make you want to just jump off a building. But okay, well, so <laughs> <laughs> the reason that I said all that because it seemed like I got off course, but I didn't. There was a reason I need to explain why I say the things that I do. Mm-hmm. Is because if sometimes it's about what you bring to the table, just as much as it's about what you want brought to the table. Yeah, you know, and I think women have this issue more so than men. Would you agree that they want? all these lofty ambitions, they want a man to already have this. Like they might be 20 years old, 21, 22 years old. They want a man already that is around their age, but got the lifestyle of what is traditionally like a 40, 50 year old person. Yeah. You know, they want the money in the bank account, the the trips around the world. They want, you know, da 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 da. And I know there's probably some girls like, girl, boy please you need to hush i take a man that just won't cheat on me <laughs> you know and you know i mean different strokes for different folks but i would venture to say that there's insecurities there that you're just willing to accept the man that just won't cheat on you yeah you know so go ahead cause or past experiences that you have gone through that have brought you to yeah that point yeah it's just put you it's kind of jaded you <clears throat> so okay so for men to women <clears throat> I think that a lot of times the things that men, like I said, look for, and I think this is more so speaking to immature men as opposed to somebody that I would consider a man. Let's say boys, okay? Okay. Males. Uh, They tend to want the girl that is the most pretty Mm -hmm. and has all of those superficial superficial. Surfacey things. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say superficial and surfacey, and then it's, it came out superficial. Oh, <laughs> but yeah. So those surfacey things, like right. the looks, and to me, most guys that are in that situation are in that mode in life, which is a lot of guys. They're not really looking for a relationship. Yeah, you know, they're looking for somebody to have fun with consistently, and then sometimes people consider that a relationship. Well. We've been having sex for six months, uh, and I really ain't been sleeping with nobody else, so I guess we're together. Yeah. But, you know, and... You you guess. There's a level of togetherness in that, but, you know, I think that that's... Ooh, it's a lot of points coming up as I say this stuff, (laughs) because this is some good advice. Like, even for women that are in a situation like that, if you're listening and you're like, well, I'm in a situation like that, because I have little cousins and... Well, my nieces ain't old enough to be doing none of this mess. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was about to say that I thought about it and I was appalled at myself. <laughs> um, but I think that a lot of times women can be in these relationships. And this kind of goes with the expectations thing. Yeah. Where it's like, y'all have been messing around. Y'all have been getting physical. And you expect that if you're doing this and you're showing him this, that he's going to make you his girl. Yeah. And that's not necessarily the case, right? Right. Yeah. So what are your thoughts on that? I mean, I think 
I think that that's true because I think there's an expectation on women a lot of times or on mm-hmm. girls a lot of times that, well, if you want to keep your man, then you need to make sure that you're doing this, that, and the third. Because mm-hmm. there's another girl. But see, especially- even to get to that point of that being your man. Right. To, to a man, I'm going to tell you, to a man, uh, to a man, not to a man, <laughs> <laughs> to a man, if I'm chilling with a girl and she's sleeping with me. I'm not necessarily saying this is me, although this was me at one time. And she's sleeping with me. That does not equate to my girl in my mind. It, it equates to a girl that I'm sleeping with and we having fun together. Yeah. Now, for a lot of guys, especially younger minded and younger, more immature guys, when they hear or when they see you giving all the stuff that a girlfriend gives, but he didn't have to explicitly make a situation where it was exclusive he's going to like he knows what you're thinking like most guys knows know that you believe that you're an exclusive situation but if you never quantify it and verbalize it which i have i've had conversations with cousins where they're like well i don't want to make it weird i don't want da 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 okay but you need to understand that if you don't speak on it and have a conversation about it what's going to happen is he's going to use it as an out yeah. When you get mad because he's somewhere else with somebody else or doing stuff that you don't consider monogamous or something that your man should be doing. But if y'all never, if y'all just started sleeping together one day, I'm you're not really in a relationship yet. Right. You know, and the expectation that if y'all are doing these things that this means that is not real. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. And I, I mean, back to what I was saying, I just think that um, a lot of times, and I, I mean, speaking from, <coughs> excuse me, and this may not even be just specifically in the African American, black, black, <laughs> um, you know, all the black <laughs> community. But since I am a black woman, a strong black woman, um, <laughs> I that's the reality that I speak from. I think a lot of times in what. I see even in my own life and just in the community in general is that a lot of times these young girls are growing up without being able to see what a like a strong relationship looks like. They don't have a father figure in the house. You know, maybe their parents are separated or maybe their parents were never married. And you know what I'm saying? They're growing up in a single parent household or whatever. So that's another form of expectation. Right. So they don't really have. Like, their view of what it means to be in a relationship, a healthy relationship, may be kind of jacked up or skewed based on their experience or based on what they've, you know, seen in other relationships around them. And so I think a lot of times what that can turn into is, number one, you're you're wanting the affection of a male figure because you didn't have one right right and so a lot of times i think that puts women in these or it can put women in these compromising situations because you you know want to have the affection of a man you know someone somebody that you like or that you are interested in and so you may end up compromising or being willing to do things that you might have said you never do you know, because you feel like, well, maybe if I do this, like, it'll make him, you know what I'm saying, 
like want to stay with me or whatever. Or maybe you've heard people say like, oh, well, girl. And a lot of times some of the people y'all be getting advice from too, like y'all just need to Be stop. single as a dollar bill. Right. And they be <laughs> the ones telling you like, girl, if you want to keep your man, you need to you need to lighten up a little bit. You need to, you know, whatever they be telling you. Yeah, it's about, bad. it's about bad as a fat doctor. <laughs> like my mom always told me that if you go into a doctor's office and you go to see a doctor and he's fat, mm-hmm. don't take his advice. Yeah. Because he's not living what he's talking about. Right. So, yeah, like, it's like. more leafy greens. <laughs> Nigga, do you eat leafy greens? <laughs> so, yeah, it's like, you know, you might have these standards or expectations of yourself or expectations of you know, how a relationship should be or, like, the way it should progress. Right. And then you might have other people that are telling you, like, girl, if you, like, if you keep on going like that, you're going to lose your man. Or You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. y'all feel me. Y'all feel me. Right, right. So I think because of that, you know, and just in today's world in general, I just feel like the idea of being in a committed relationship is just not a popular, like, Yeah, thing it's becoming more popular it's, again. It's yeah. be- I think it's becoming more popular, but I think that, like growing up and just in general, like nowadays, what you see winning is what you want to do, especially for younger and more impressionable people. Yeah. So if what you see winning is the guy <laughs> that is messing with 50 million girls, he has all the pretty girls with him, you know, he has all the nice trappings or the seeming trappings of success, then that's what you want to do. Mm-hmm. But that's why like a situation, I'm we're not endorsed by the Carters and we're not being like, but like, I feel like what they're doing with showing marriage in a cool light yeah, as something that you want to attain, something that you want to be a part of, something that you want to have for yourself and not doing it in a preachy way to me is kind of changing that. Like, you know, like the Gucci man and the Keisha, uh, what's her name? K-O-R? K-O-R. Yeah. The Keisha K-O-R situation. I think just seeing people being committed relationships two chain proposing to two chains proposing to his, uh, Longtime girlfriend and now fiance mm-hmm. on the steps of the Met Gala, like stuff like that. I feel like that's sh- starting to make it more cool. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But as long, but at the end of the day, it is a decision. Like once you get old enough, you can make a decision, and you see, like, okay, I see this situation, I see this situation. <laughs> but when you don't know, like what these situations lead to, then you kind of just do a court. You just move accordingly. Right. So, um. So I, let's like bring it back more personal okay. to uh, like our situation. So like for me personally, wh- growing up, I've always been a very independent, strong black woman, like I said before. Yeah. Every <laughs> um, time you say I see that little white girl. I know. That's why I keep saying it. <laughs> I'm a strong black woman. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, because that's the household that I grew up. In like I come from a line of strong black women. Like my grandma was a strong single mother. My mom, you know, was married, but she had some moments where she was also a strong single mother. And we like I was just always taught that, you know, to be an independent one, uh, independent person that I don't need a man to take care of me. You know what I'm saying? Like I can go out here and I can get it and I can make it happen on my own. So. Like, growing up, I've like, that's just always been who I've been. Like, I've always mm-hmm. been a hard worker. You, I mean, I'm sure you see that in me now. Like, I've always been a hard worker. If I want something, I have a very go-getter attitude. Like, I don't wait around for people to give me handouts. Like, I just make things happen for myself. So, 
as I was getting older and like getting into high school and getting into college, I had this whole plan, this whole life plan. And what's the saying about plan when you make plans? Isn't there a saying? Uh, if you want to make God laugh, tell not the scripture. Oh, that's not a scripture. Oh. <laughs> If you want to make God laugh, tell him your plans. Oh, maybe that's what it is. Or is it, uh, uh, let me see. Uh, I know some of y'all out there prepare, like. What is it? Like prepare a plan or plan to fail or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> but basically I had all these plans and. God loves a working man. Things don't ever. Well, I won't say they don't ever. But a lot of times when you have plans. You expectations. Know, yeah. When you have expectations, things don't always pan out quite exactly as you expected so like for me i had a whole life plan i was like i'm gonna go to college i'm gonna get my bachelor's i'm gonna go get my master's and then after i graduate with my master's i'm gonna have me a solid career i'm gonna have a house like i'm gonna be like handling my business and then i'm gonna get married after i already have my career like in place years old no like i i had a whole listen i had a whole plan i was like i'm gonna be in college, finish my master's, all that, early 20s. I'm going to come out of college. I'm going to have a good job. And I'm going to, you know, be making money. I'm going to have my house, like, everything in order. And then I'm going to get married. And then we're going to be married for a couple years. And then we're going to buy a house. And then we're going to, like, I had a whole plan, okay? Yikes. I had a whole plan. And I think that's a lot. I think a lot of women are like that. Yeah. I, I and I think, think that's like just that. because women are more, like, that's just, we're more like that. Like, we, yeah. we're more planners. But I didn't, I wasn't that person that like, what, like my whole life goal was not to get married. Like I wasn't that person that has been planning my wedding since I was three. Right. Like I wasn't that person. I was. Yeah, right. (laughs) Um, But like, if I guess like I had marriage, like if it were to come about, it was in my plan after having gone to college and had you know settling into my career and all that kind of stuff um and of course i had my own thoughts about who i would marry and all of that and like literally like i I wouldn't say i got the complete opposite oh jesus not in a bad way oh jesus oh no please please (laughs) but i like i would have never seen myself marrying an entrepreneur because growing up i was never around entrepreneurs and we've we talked about this on a previous marrying a beautiful hershey kiss like like she did episode so you know if you guys want to hear about our youth then you can go back to the other podcast and listen but um yeah like growing up like I just was always around working class people and I never was around anyone who was breaking the rules and starting a business and Go, you know, going out on their own and being an entrepreneur. So because I was never exposed to that, that wasn't in my life plan. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? Right. But obviously, like now that I am here, I mean, obviously, I couldn't see it being any other way. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if I had married, you know, into like a very mon- um. I, I was going to say monotonous nine to five, but I know a lot of y'all work the nine to five. I work a nine to five and entrepreneurship isn't for everybody. Like it's really not. You know what I'm saying? Like each to each his own. Yeah. But I'm just saying for me now, having been exposed to the entrepreneur lifestyle, um, I feel like it has 
made me into a much more a much better person a much more rounded person and it is putting me into a different like way of thinking a different way of life mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so that's why i'm like i'm not saying it was a bad thing but i'm I'm just saying that the way that I thought my life was going to go, my expectations right. for, you know, based on my previous experiences growing up and how I thought or felt or expected my life to be is not, you know. Right. Okay. And so. Because for- I didn't get my master's. I went to college. I did get my bachelor's. And then yeah. Went- and like your junior year, you was pretty much done. With yeah. <laughs> I was over it. I ain't going back to school no more. They crazy. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, I felt like any job that I could do, and this just goes back to my go getter attitude. I just felt like any job that I could do, I could like talk my way into into it. I mean, mm-hmm. literally, like pretty much every job that I've gotten, I've just slayed the interview. I like there's there hasn't been one interview that I've gone to and I haven't gotten the job. And I feel like any job that really wants to hire you will teach you what you need to know. Right. My dad has said that. My dad uh, worked in a corporate America for 35 years and ascertained some pretty high levels of success. Yeah. And that was one thing that he always said is anybody like, we just want to see you got a degree to see that you can start something and finish it. And right. like, we can teach you whatever we want you to know. Exactly. And so. every single job that I've worked in, they have training for like anytime you start a new job, you go through training. They have training specific for their right. You know what I'm saying. So anyway, I'm getting off topic. Yeah, yeah. But, so um, <laughs> so for expectations on my end, but like how it pertains to us, I think that the expectations with me were like past relationships when we were dating. There wasn't, and this is not this is not speaking specifically to Faye, but I'm talking about how we let how I led up to have my expectations with Faye was that in past relationships that whenever and I'm not going to go through an exhaustive summary, but I'm just gonna keep it I'm gonna keep it pretty uh f- mm, little quick yeah quick I couldn't think of a better that's word. probably for the best brief. yeah but brief. <laughs> yeah brief I was gonna say finite but I was like that's not that's even not the right word, the right word. <laughs> okay so but um. For a brief summary, every relationship that I was in, whenever one of one or both or me <laughs> said, let's take a break, that was the nice way of saying, I don't want to be with you no more. Sweet. And that was, so over time, that is the expectation that formed in my brain, is that when, that, when those words were said, whether by me, mutually, or by her, which was very seldom. <laughs> um, but it did happen. It did happen. It was a nice way of saying, this is a wrap. Yeah. So, now fast forward to Faishan and my situation. After probably about six months, like, I was I was tearing Faye's nerves up and tearing up her spirit. <laughs> because uh, we were doing premarital things. Such as lying with each other. Or <laughs> you just putting all the business out there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Faye couldn't really deal with it, honestly. And like, I shouldn't have been able to deal with it, but eh, I had a different background. So, you know, for me, like, I, I was rationalizing it. But anyway, so I, we're keeping it real with y'all, man. We're just keeping it real. I wasn't ready for you to take it there, but. Okay, well, we can cut now. this out. No, it's fine. Okay. Because <laughs> Haley gonna say, ooh, and Celeste gonna say, ooh. <laughs> And everybody else, but I think it's real. <laughs> I, th- I mean, it's the it's the truth. So we ended up taking a break, okay. And then during that break, but 
what happened was when she said it was it was tearing up my spirit inside y'all yeah when she said we need to take a break this is an expectation thing because of what i had learned in past situations when she said we need to take a break what i heard was i'm out and he treated me so cold y'all <laughs> it was he was cold blooded so, he was cold blooded because that's just what i that's just what i heard like you got to understand, man, like everybody brings what they've been through to the table, you know, it comes yeah. sees life from their own perspective. And so for me, like that was kind of like the truth. You know, that's what I heard. And so she could say, well, it's not like that. I just need some time. To I'm like, yeah, OK. OK. Yeah. OK. OK. Yeah. OK. And so it, anyway, so, you know, we went for like six months. We didn't really talk at all. No, during we that didn't. Six, at, I had to just cut him off because he like. I really was just saying, like, we just need to take a break and just, you know, like it was coming from a good place. It wasn't- so what were your what was your expectation for me in that situation? Okay, so my expectation was that you would be understanding of where like he took it like I was saying, I don't want to be with you anymore and I want to break up with you. And I was trying to explain to him, like, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying we need to, like, chill out for a little bit and just, like... And there's one more point. One more little thing that I want to say in, in relation to that was that you, like, I didn't want to initially be in a relationship. It wasn't that I didn't want to be in a relationship with you. I just didn't want to be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. But I found myself having feelings and, you know, everything else. And so I decided that, okay, well, this is this seems like a really good girl. So I will, I'll, I'll, for her, I'll be in a relationship. And then when it took that turn, in my head, I'm already playing out past situations and then throw that little cherry on the top of, oh, for real? So I didn't want to do this and you convinced me to do this. And then six months in, you hit me with the okie doke. <laughs> and so my expectations were not met in that, in that current situation. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. But that's like, that's not what I was saying. Yeah. So, I mean. Communication, baby. Yeah. I mean, we were trying to communicate, but you was not trying to hear it. You was being. I had nigga mind. Cold blooded. <laughs> so, yeah. Like, I couldn't. It was just too much. I just had to cut him off. Like, I I mean, I blocked him on Facebook. Like, everything. Yeah. Because it was just too much for me to, like, continue to see stuff. Like, and then you know how people do, like, they be, like, low-key being petty and posting stuff that you know is about you. On Facebook or like on social media, like he would say little things that was general, but I knew where it was coming. Like I'm not stupid. I knew like it. I would say, I can't see it coming down my eyes, but I gotta make the sound cry. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So that is not funny. No, it's it is funny now. That was how many years ago was that? Now almost eight years ago. <laughs> Oh, both said, it's still right below the surface. <laughs> he was but, just being so mean to me. Both said, I hate that song to this day. <laughs> but anyways. <laughs> so anyways, so, I don't know, let me say, so let me say. So when we got back together, I, I ended up having a conversation with somebody. And we actually said this in a video that we're, that will probably be, uh, it'll probably be released by the time y'all hear this. It's the Q&A video mm-hmm. um, that we have on the YouTube channel, which you should go check out at uh, Failing A Beauty. See. So, um, in that, when we got back together, like my expectation was that it was done. Okay. And so for me, like I said, in the past, when that happened, I'm just, I'm done. It's a wall. Let's move on with life. 
you know, hopefully everything works out with you. If not, I don't really, I don't really know what to tell you, but okay. But then, you know, I had a conversation. It took me some, a, a while. I mean, it was literally six months. And, but then we ended up getting back together. And so then now that we're back to, now that we were back together and, you know, obviously we went on to be married into where we are today, but so moving forward, what were your expectations going into marriage from dating? Mm. What it was going to be not versus what it is, but what, what were your expectations? And I'll tell you mine too. So I think when, I don't think I had a full understanding of what it meant Actually, I know for a fact, I did not have a full understanding of what it meant to be married to an entrepreneur. Right. Like, I, I mean, because I was, okay, so for those of you guys that don't know, there's a five-year difference between the two of us. I'm five years younger than PJ is. So, Mm -hmm. I think that I still had a lot of finding myself to do, Mm -hmm. which I feel like I'm, like, at a way different place than I was when we first, like, started dating and we're... I mean, obviously, I was in college. I was, like, fresh out of high school and on my own for the first time. And so I think that, you know, going into dating and then even into marriage, I had, like, decided in my mind that I could, like, you know, I could handle it. Like, I understand. Like, I understand what it means to be married to an entrepreneur. Like, it's cool. I got it. But then once we actually got married and... Like, I was going and getting up and going to work every day and feeling like, and I know he was working, but the life of an entrepreneur, you do a lot of work for a long time before you start to make money. Right. But to me, because I've never been around, you know, an entrepreneur, I like, I felt like back to my expectations that I ain't taking care of no man. (laughs) I was feeling like, I mean, what's the problem? Like, how long am I supposed to, you know... Like, be believing in your dream that you're going to, you know, start making money or that you're going to turn this into something while right. I'm out here, like, working my tail, <clears throat> excuse me, working my tail off to, like, support us, basically. So, um, I think that there was, like, some time in the beginning where that was, like, a, like, a thing that we had to work through just because, like, I had in my mind, like, it's cool. Like I'm, I'm down. Like I'm ride or die. Like I, I got this. And yeah. then once I actually got into it, I was like, wait, I don't know if I got this. <laughs> yeah, and see, and that's, and I think for me, so from the expectation, so that was her from the expectation point of view, is that she expected it to be one thing when we got married, <laughs> and it was not necessarily that. But it was, but like your expectation was not actually based on a real a reality. It was. I don't know what what was it based on. Like where did you? get the notion of what it was to be married to an entrepreneur like are you just didn't and you just made up something in your head i don't think i really i mean i think i just kind of took how it was when we were dating and i just because like when we were dating like you always had money or you always seemed like you had money yeah i did have money i did but um and so but i mean that's different than being married and moving and having a house together and rent and bills and like, you know, you can have money when you don't really have somebody else to take care of. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I think it, it changed. Like, when it became, okay, we have to take care of each other, that extra money, even for me, that I would go and get my hair. I used to get my hair done every two weeks. I'd be having my nails done every two weeks. <clears throat> but then when you get into a, a situation where you're not having to, like, yeah. take care of somebody else, 
It's like, okay, are you going to go and spend this money to go get your hair done every two weeks or are you going to pay the light bill? <laughs> right, right. And so for, okay, so that's from her point of art, from her POV. But from my standpoint, my expectation, and because I asked, you know, and this is what she was talking about. I asked, I said, do you think that you can handle being with an entrepreneur? Yeah, yeah, I got it. I got it. And so... My expectation was if she said yes, then she understands this means this, this, and this. Even though I didn't necessarily explain that. Yeah. Because let me explain to y'all so y'all are listening like, what is, what is it? What are, you, what are you talking about? What is it being with an entrepreneur? <laughs> really what it is, it can be summed up pretty quickly. It's feast and famine. Okay? And so with an entrepreneur, there's times when there's a ton of money coming in and there's a time when it ain't barely nothing coming in. Barely. Barely. <laughs> and so what ends up happening is when you're on those highs, you have to plan for the lows. and But you have to learn that, you know, that way of thinking is that you plan for the lows. And then what happens is the extremes start to even out and they're not too extreme in any one way, right. except for up. If, if, if anything, it's going to be an extreme up, but you try to temper those downs, you know? Right. You know, if you make 5,000, then the next time you don't want to be 3000 in debt, you know. Yeah. Or if you are 3000 in debt the next that mm-hmm. time, then the expectation is then you go up 6000 and now you're 2000 down when it goes back down. And yeah. then, you know, and when you're trying to get it to where it's like your down is you can skate through until the next project comes, which that took a little while to do. Yeah. Um <clears throat> but you know, it once you accomplish it, it's cool. So, um that was my expectation. So now, once we were actually married, what are what were your expectations versus the reality <clears throat> so, of just being like in a relationship, married? Like, what did marriage mean to you, and what was it? I think I need to know this. Guys. <clears throat> I didn't really think about that <laughs> before. That's a um a tough question. Mm, she itching y'all. <clears throat> she itching and clearing her throat. She just wiped her eyebrow off. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, expectations of marriage versus the reality. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it could. Technically, it's kind of it sounds like it's that stuff that you were saying earlier. Yeah, I mean, pretty much. But even like, okay, so after that, when you were with me. There was an expectation, right, at that point. Or did you, I mean, because you still kind of struggle with not having expectations. Like, just taking the situation as it comes. Yeah, because, see, my whole thing is, I'm a planner. And you can't really plan the life of an entrepreneur. Because everything is in the hands of the... Opportunities exactly, and situations. And you can't really plan for that. Yeah. So, I think... Or you can make plans, but you can't have an expectation of those plans. Right, because whether or not it happens is in the hands of somebody else who yeah. can easily change their mind at the drop of a dime and decide that they don't want to do the project anymore or whatever. Yeah, um, exactly. That's very true. So I think like my main, my main, I guess, point of tension um, for like typically in our relationship usually comes down to money. Like we don't really argue. But whenever, like, I'll get stressed, like, if we go a long time, like, a a long period 
where, you know, there's not really a whole lot of products coming in and I'm kind of like trying to make it work on my income and it kind of starts to start building up, I'll start to get stressed and I'll be like, um, I'm going to need you to like, you don't got no projects. Like what's going on? Um, so I think that's, I mean, that's really the main thing because my whole way of thinking, you know, previously was, you know, I'm going to marry me. I mean, I got a good job and that is going to be, you know, making more money than me and going to be able to take care of me and all this kind of stuff, which I'm not, like I said before, like, don't get it twisted. Like PJ takes care of me. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm just saying there's a difference between the entrepreneurial lifestyle and a nine to five. Like some of y'all show up to work and be sitting on your phone on Facebook and y'all get paid. Y'all just sitting in there for eight hours on Facebook. I do it too. I be on Instagram and like, you know what I'm saying? And that's guaranteed money. You know, you go to work every day for eight hours and that's guaranteed money that you know you're going to make just for showing up and being a warm body. Even if you are experiencing a breakthrough right now, guys, <laughs> this is something I've told her only a billion times. What? No, go ahead. Go ahead. Continue. Even if. <laughs> oh, 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 you're right. My cough drop ran out. You mean to get you another one? No, we almost done. Okay. Um, Even if, you know. <coughs> mm. <coughs> she coughed in my mouth that time no i didn't oh, okay you see the difference <laughs> a cough drop makes i haven't been coughing this whole time now i'm <laughs> coughing but even if you you know don't do anything you still know that you're going to get paid whereas <clears throat> being an entrepreneur that's not always guaranteed right so i think that's like the you eat what you kill basically yeah yeah so that's the thing that i've had to grow to understand which obviously i'm in a much better place now because i mean we be i mean we have our moments but for the most part i feel like we be killing it like yeah we good we gucci yeah and the other thing the other thing about him that helped me to like kind of be because the thing about it ladies we have these expectations but you gotta compromise or you gonna be like you're gonna be single. You're gonna be single. He was about to say. It. I was about to say, it, but I don't want to hurt nobody's feelings. But it's the truth. Like you, you have you have to prioritize your expectations and your standards. There are certain things that you don't compromise. There are on. expectations, but there's standards. And, and exactly. which are which are name a few of those things. So, like for instance, if you're somebody that doesn't want to have sex until you get married. That's a standard. That's a standard. That's an expectation that if you're messing with me, you understand this and this is my standard. So right. this is what's going to happen. Right. Or if you're somebody that, um, you know. And there's an expectation know. that you're not going to beat me for like, yeah, yeah, that's for like a too. woman or an expectation that you're going to be monogamous and you're yeah. not going to be messing with other people. Right. And there's expectations. Now, like, hey, there are open relationships where that other stuff flies. We not that progressive. We you ain't know? never going to be that progressive. We'll see. <laughs> no, I'm playing. Negative. But, um, <laughs> Uh, but like there's expectations that are just standards that you're just not you're not going to do anything that's harmful to me physically or emotionally and that goes both ways and that trust and truthfulness so to me those are expectations but those are more like non-negotiable standards right right? and then you have other things that you can compromise that you Right, right because you know when you get in a relationship you are going to build with that person yes so you can't like come into a fresh new relationship and 
just expect that, oh, he's going to already be where I see myself in the next 20 years. Like, so yeah, but then you have other things that you can kind of compromise on. Right. You know, like for me, for instance, um, I just knew I was going to get with somebody that, um, already was, had an established job and you know, whatever. And that was something that I was willing to compromise on because I saw the potential in what he was trying to build. I saw that he had ambition, you know, and it was a reasonable, you know, the goal that he had, it was reasonable. I felt like it was something that was attainable and I felt like it was something that could be done, obviously, because we out here doing this. So um, I think that that, you know, you kind of have to weigh or like not really weigh the pros and cons, but you have to figure out the things that are non-negotiables and the things that you can kind of compromise yeah. on. And that doesn't that doesn't necessarily mean that like you're trying to go into a relationship to fix a person and create a situation with somebody, you know, like you're going to I'm going to build him into what I want him to be. I don't necessarily think it's that correct. And that's not what I was saying. No. I think it's more like for me that we may not be where we want to be right now, but yeah. we're going to build together but to she, get to that. Place. Yeah, she has those essentials that are the essential building blocks of some a person that I could spend the rest of my life with. So for me, it's like she's loyal. She's pretty. Looks do matter. She's pretty. Um, she's intelligent. You know, she uh, has her own ambition and drive and, you know, determination to accomplish things. She has dreams Mm -hmm. and she wants to she's in it for the long haul. She's not this is not just like a quick situation as here and gone. You know, what I mean, yeah. And so I think that those are the kind of things on a root level, like the character things that you want, like if you see. Because there's 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 another there there are other situations that I won't you know get too specific with because you know they may listen to this show or one of them may listen to this show, mm-hmm. but like I think those are the kind of things that when you see those red flags, expectations like you should expect that. Okay, let me let me rewind that. So my cousin used to, always told me that when somebody shows you who they are, believe it. Yes. So like. When y'all are dating and your spouse or the whoever you it is that you're with like gets mad at you and then doesn't talk to you for three days or storms out of the house or says brash things or shows glimpses that he or she may have an anger problem. Right. Believe that. Yeah. You know, that's not something that's going to change necessarily. Like, you can get them to be able to deal with it better. Yeah. But there's something there. And especially when you're already in your mid-20s, later 20s. Like, and people show you that kind of stuff. That Those are set character traits. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Now, on the other hand, when you see little things like she works hard, but... Or he works hard, but he uh, spends too much money or, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Like, I feel like those things are stuff that can be worked on because the root of it is he works hard. Right. But then it's like. So or like he doesn't man- maybe he doesn't manage his right, right, right. Well, which that's more about organization and things like that. So to me, it's like those are the kinds of things that that are negotiable or negligible, you know, and I'm, I'm going to speak about a couple 
who if they listen, they'll know who I'm talking about. But we're, we're just going to use them as an example. So they are fairly newlyweds. And uh, one of the things that they're going through right now is they're learning the whole financial, their whole financial setup. Mm-hmm. Right. And so one and so they're like they they call us for advice on like how best to handle it. And so it's kind of that same thing where they're having expectations where she spe- specifically has expectations of how X, Y, Z should be run in a marriage as far as finances. And like her expectations aren't being met. And so in those kind of situations, I think you need to have conversations. Correct. Right. And then y'all need to both come to a decision yeah Yeah, an agreement on what it's going to be and what it's not going to be and then you know you both come to the table and so that's another thing with the whole expectations talk is that when you guys agree on something like i.e we took our marriage vows that was essentially an agreement of expectations on the other person right right sickness and health to death do his part you know, richer or poor, you know, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. The, better I mean, that, or worse. Yeah, better or worse. That is an expectation <laughs> given in the form of vows. Right. You know, so that's kind of a baseline for what I feel like a marriage is. So, but I think like the other things where it's like, oh, well, he doesn't deal with his finances well. Or, you know, like, I don't think you should necessarily have an expectation on that without talking. You know, right. I feel like you should talk it through. through and I said all that to say, because I feel like I'm rambling a little bit. But I feel like I said all that to say is when you're in a situation and those kind of things arise when you're in a relationship. I'm not going to call it a situation. When you're in a relationship and those kind of things arise and you sit down and talk about it. I think it's all right to have an expectation that you guys both agree on. Right. But I think just Once having. discussed. Right. I just think having mm-hmm. just random expectations and then getting mad about it which i know it's on both sides it's on both sides and then getting mad about it like and it can come down to simple things like cleaning yeah. it can come to simple things like laundry like uh you know cooking like you know just any it, like all the stuff that comes with living mm-hmm. you know because people come from their own perspectives and so i think it's better to not have expectations until you talk about it. But then I don't necessarily know that those are expectations once you talk about it. It's mm-hmm. like this is agreed. This is an agreed upon thing. Right. You know, because I think a lot of times what happens is having expectations ultimately fuels disappointment. Yeah. You know, like, oh, well, I, I expected you to cook. I thought you was going to cook four times a week. Or I thought that you was going to be bringing in X amount of projects a week. Or I thought that, you know, this is the way you're supposed to clean. And this is the way you're not supposed to clean. Or, you know, I was expecting that you take me on this many trips. And we go to this many dinners. And da 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 and Or I even th- for, like, girls when you, like... Oh, I was act- talking for girls. That wasn't for me. But Well, no, I was saying even more so, like, when you act a certain way, you're like, oh, well, I expected you to know. Exactly. What That's I such meant. a real thing. You know, what I meant or, I mean, I was sitting over there by myself. I wasn't talking. Like, I expected you to know that I was upset or, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. And so I think to summarize all of it, expectations... I live, and I'm teaching Faye, and she's learning. The place to be is try not to have expectations just in general in life. Like, do your best to not do it because, in my opinion, they ultimately fuel disappointment. Mm -hmm. Okay, but 
when you talk with someone and you guys come to an agreement, you should wholeheartedly expect them to stand on their agreement. Right. Right. But I think just having uh, undiscussed expectations, let's say that, Mm -hmm. undiscussed expectations is not a good thing. Yeah. Because you are ultimately setting somebody up to fail. Yeah. You know, everybody lives different lives, you know, this, that, and the third. Now, in a relationship, expectations again comes back to what did we discuss and what did we agree upon? And we can't change it and like manipulate it, you know, to work for the situation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if it's like I expect this, this, and this, and then they say, I expect this, this, and this, and they say, well, we let's meet in the middle. And so these are the things that we expect, expect. Like, if you did not say that, I don't know what I'm trying to say right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? But you, Yeah, you I mean, I, I know what you're trying to say. Basically, like, if you have, don't expect somebody to act or do a certain thing if you have not verbalized that that is your expectation. Right. Because you're basically just. And they haven't agreed because you can verbalize right. something and that don't necessarily mean. Right. Because then you're basically just setting yourself up because like something as simple as if I say, okay, I expect that PJ won't. Keep on filling the trash up and letting it overflow, which he Uh-oh. does on a regular basis. Uh oh. <laughs> Keep on filling the trash, filling the trash, and I expect that if the trash gets full, yeah, I'm a jenga master. Just pull it out and don't just keep putting stuff on top of it until like trying to pile it up and and then take it out when it all falls over into the floor. Like if that's my expectation, you know, if I've never said to him. Hey, like, when the trash gets full, just take it out. You know, I might just be getting upset, and every time the trash gets full, I'm just like, oh, here you go with this mess again. And then I just go down, and I'm angry, and I just pull the trash because and take it, creates it out. Argu- I mean, it creates arguments, and it creates, like, a reason to, like, butt heads. But the what the, in my mind, the way to handle that, and this is the way we do it now, is, or we're working on doing it now, is that you say... Honey, <laughs> doll baby, the man that I love. I don't say all that, but okay. Babe, when the trash gets full, please don't let it overflow onto the front ground and don't even pile it up. Like when it gets full, can we please, can we agree that you'll, that we'll pack it down and we'll take the bag out and we'll take it to the trash? Can you agree on that? And I say, yes, I wasn't thinking like that. Because I'm a guy, okay? When I lived in Florida, I had a guy, like, my me and my roommate, it was basically whoever made the trash fall. <laughs> like, you pile it wow. up until it falls. Now it and, all makes sense. <laughs> and when it falls, then you go ahead and be like, oh, well, you made it fall, so that means it's too high. So you need to take it out, okay? So that's that's an expectation. See, I'm, I guarantee Faye didn't live like that. Absolutely not, <laughs> and you know, because when you come to my over to our house, you already you already see what it is. But so I think things like that, like little situations, day to day life situations, like I think there should be a floor, a standard that it's like, yeah, this is what's expected, okay. And in, in our relationship, and those are the non negotiable things. You're not gonna hurt me physically, emotionally, or spiritually. Okay, Mm -hmm. whatever we do, we're going to do together, whatever that is. And we're going to talk about those kinds of things. Okay, and so don't breach that trust. There's a baseline of trust. 
But like those other things that are more like things that are just on top of that, you know, like you know what I mean? Like you just like gotta talk about those things. Disputable matters. Yeah, disputable matters. You just you need to talk through those things. And for women specifically, but I think that it's for men also. It probably is. Because I'm a different kind of guy. Like, I don't necessarily move through life like that. But I think for, I say for people just in general, like when you don't, because you'll a lot of times you'll find yourself mad about a situation and it's based on expectations that you didn't, that were never clarified. Right. You know? So if you're walking around mad because he don't know that, this means this and that means that. Or you feel these... like, I mean, come on, it's common sense. Like, why does why would he not know that? Duh. But that's not. But, but it's you, like, yeah, it's not necessarily it's common, common sense, sense to you based on your own experiences. So let's use the trash example. So for me, I'm looking at it, and even without even consciously thinking about it, I'm looking at it as just because I've been trained that way, because that's what's happened. Is that whoever makes the trash fall, that means it needs to be taken out. Okay. Mm-hmm. And she's looking at it as, it is one centimeter above the rim. (laughs) What are you doing? You see what I'm saying? And so there's two different expectations. But once we come together and have that conversation, hey, when the trash can gets full, and we define full as when the bag is full, not when you... Yeah, when it's at the top of the rim, not when... And it can still be pulled closed. Yes. That means it needs to be taken out. And there's an expectation that, PJ, you will take it out to the trash can and one of us will take it to the curb because the last couple of times face taking it to the yes curb. i was just thinking lately it's been me yeah well that's because i've been trying to edit these vlogs which you guys should go check out they're on failing a beauty <laughs> youtube channel you should check them out they're great <clears throat> it's a whole playlist but yeah guys so what were you gonna say i was gonna wrap it up yeah because <laughs> there's a little bit of rambling i drank some coffee before this so i'm feeling good and talkative yeah, I mean, today we just wanted to chat with y'all. Like, I feel like for the past couple of episodes, we've had pretty, like, I mean, they've been chatty, but they've been kind of, you know, like, we've had our little points, right. and our structure. So, like, today we just wanted to kind of just chat and just have some good old-fashioned combo Some good old-fashioned Nova. Not Fashion Nova. So, yeah, that's going to bring us to the end of this episode. Um, Let us know what you guys think about it. You know, let us know. You can comment on SoundCloud or on our vlogs, like we said last week. Check out the vlogs. Leave us comments down there. We can talk with you guys there. Um, Obviously, on our social media, if you guys follow us there, you can find me across all social media at Faye Beauty. That is Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that good stuff. And you can find PJ on Instagram at Director P Fant, on Twitter at is it Director P Fant or is it Director? I mean, Paul? oh yeah, yeah. Instagram on, is Director Paul Fant. Yeah, and Facebook is also Director Paul Fant. His personal Facebook is just Paul Fant. Yeah, and, and you can send me a friend request. Twitter I is um, Director P Fant. <clears throat> so, you know, cool beans. And so with that being said, this wraps up another episode and we will see you next week. (laughs) Bye-bye.